It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Welcome in, Lions fans and Jets fans, for our latest installment of Crossover Thursday. It's Week 15 here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm John Butchko, the host of Locked On Jets. Jets fans, you know me. Lions fans, you know my good friend Matt Derry, the host of Locked On Lions. We're here to preview this game between interconference opponents. But before we get to that, you should know that Crossover Thursday is presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun and it's easy to play. No competing with other players, just you versus the projections available. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love prize picks, and we know you will love it too. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. Well, Matt, I hope you're doing well. Before we started recording, we, we talked a little bit about the last time we did this. We've both been at the Lockdown Podcast Network for a long time. Yeah. La- last time the Jets did play the Lions, we did a crossover show. It was a very exciting game for both teams. It was week one of the 2018 season, the first game of the Sam Darnold era for the Jets, the first game of the Matt Patricia era for the Lions. <laughs> Eras that, I guess, in retrospect, we wish we'd forgotten. You know, the, yeah. the things that did not reach their level of promise. But now both teams seeming like they're moving in the right direction. John, it was interesting that you brought that up. I completely forgot. That's a great call by you um, because the Jets obviously came into Ford Field and curb stomped the Lions. That was a bizarre night uh, where the fan the fans got treated to an early taste of what the Matt Patricia era was going to look like. Um, and obviously the Jets fans thought Sam Darnold uh, was going to be the second coming of Joe Namath. So that didn't work out on either side. But yeah, I'm excited for this game Sunday. You got the, you know, the, the, the Second best crew for CBS. You got Ian on the call and on Charles Davis. I mean, this is all of a sudden going to be a, a, a fascinating game with some folks saying the winner is going to get to the playoffs and the loser isn't. So how about that? You got to love it, man. A couple of cursed franchises. I always feel like we're kindred spirits. So, you know, yes. another franchise with a long suffering fan base. We, we deserve some joy. But tell me a little bit about the biggest story around the Detroit Lions right now. Well, the storyline is they're red hot and the nation is looking at them. Uh, I did uh, my podcast on Wednesday. I talked about the NFL.com power rankings and the Lions made the top 10. I mean, John, top 10? When I first, when I had a text from a buddy that said, um, yeah, Lions made the top 10. I said, top 10 in the NFC? They said, no, period. And I'm going, they're ahead of the Titans. They're ahead of Miami in these power rankings. I mean, the Lions are hot. There's a buzz in this town. People are talking about the playoffs. Oh, can they win out and win 10 games? I mean, this team won three games last year. I had them at seven, and I thought I was being generous. So um, there, there's a buzz about this team. They're playing good football. They're, they're, they're not making mistakes. Jared Goff hasn't thrown an interception or fumbled in five weeks. And uh, the offense is explosive. So, you know, now Meadowlands, second trip in for them. They were there a couple weeks ago, obviously, and beat the Giants. I know I'm not allowed to say the G word on your show, but I just did. <laughs> but uh, so the the the, the storyline is they're hot. There's a buzz about them. 
And now there's people actually saying, can they sneak into the playoffs? Can they get by the Commanders or Giants and get that last wild card spot? And then let's say they play Minnesota in the first round. They they've they've trailed Minnesota in the two games they played against the Vikings this year for, this year for a grand total of 45 seconds. That's it. So this is wild around here. Uh, what about New York? You know, Matt. About two weeks ago, I probably would have had the same story for you because this is a Jets team that's been exceeding expectations all season long. It's really funny that you said that you had the Lions at seven wins and you thought that was generous because that is exactly the win total I had the Jets at before the start of the season. And when I said that, I was thinking, man, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm being a little too optimistic here. Maybe I'm just speaking with my heart. But here the Jets are now. They're at seven wins and they got four to play. They're right in the middle of the playoff race. The Jets have not made the playoffs since 2010. Not only is that the longest playoff drought in the NFL, Matt, it's the longest it's the longest playoff drought in the NFL by five years. Yeah. It's been a long time since the Jets even had a competitive team. They haven't had a winning season since 2015. In fact, the only season they've even approached 500 since then was 2019 when they were seven and nine, but they began that year one and seven. So they never were really in the playoff race. They got a fortunate schedule to se- schedule the second half that year. They won six of their last eight games, but they were never really a team that was threatening anybody in the AFC. So here we are. The Jets are they're tied for the last playoff spot in the conference. Now they lose tiebreakers to New England because they got beaten by them twice. They currently are behind the Chargers because of the, the conference record tiebreaker. But there's a little concern now. There's a little sense of are things be, maybe beginning to fall off? Was the first part of the season too good to be true? Because the Jets have lost two straight games. Now, these are tough opponents. Uh, they, they went out to Minnesota, who I know Detroit, Detroit seems to be playing pretty well against Minnesota. But the Vikings are having a good year. Jets lost a heartbreaker a game that any one of five plays goes differently. They, they win that game. And then last week they had the Buffalo against an excellent Bills team, a team they already beat once, a team a team that before the start of the season you thought the Jets were going to get swept by. It was a tall order to go into Buffalo and expect them to win that game. But a little bit of a challenge for the Jets is now, in addition to the losing streak, they're kind of dealing with some injuries. Quinn and Williams, who's, I dare say, you know, approaching defensive oh, he's player. The best. The, I mean, he's, he's playing, great. He's, I, I've been saying all pro. We're getting to the point where we got to start talking about them for defensive player of the year, 11 sacks yes. from the, from oh, the yeah. uh, defensive tackle position. He suffered a calf injury. He left the game against Buffalo and the defense really dropped off. Uh, it, was, it was a big difference when he left that game, but also Mike white who injured his ribs. He's been starting for the jets the last three weeks. Zach Wilson, you know, hasn't really, didn't really do the job well enough. And then there were some, Questions about his standing in the locker room after some comments he made in a loss to New England. Mike White comes in, plays great against the Chicago Bears. He's been okay the last couple of weeks. He hasn't been great. He's played decently. He's played credible football against Minnesota and Buffalo in a couple losses, but took some big hits in that Buffalo game, suffered rib injuries. And now it sounds like Mike White's going to be in the lineup. Quinn and Williams did not practice on Wednesday, so... We're reaching a kind of a turning point in this season, uh, Matt, because Jets have got to get back on track. And this could, this is the type of game that you know could send the Jets in one of two directions, playing against such a hot Detroit team. If the Jets are able to win this game at home, you kind of feel like the, the ship is righted. If they lose this one, though, Matt, uh, you know this could be the start of maybe a late yeah. season collapse. And you know, I don't know how upset you can get. I don't know how upset either of these fan bases can get if they don't make the playoffs, because I think both both teams are moving in the right direction. 
I'll, I'll say this. I watched some of that Jets-Bills game on the replay. Uh, Mike White took a beating. I, I He got destroyed. I cannot believe he came back in. Uh, when he, when he went out, get his ribs checked out in the locker room and then he's back and, you know, Flacco plays a series or whatever it was. And here comes Mike White. I mean, I give that kid a lot of credit. Uh, and I bet that locker room loved to see him back in that game, but he took a beating and, you know, I brought this up and, um, on Wednesday show too, but Aiden Hutchinson and sauce Gardner are kind of fighting for the defensive rookie of the year award. That's, that's a sidebar for this game for sure too. It certainly is, Matt. And you know, you you were not alone. I, if you watch that game, Tony Romo said that when Mike White left, he said Mike White's done. He's not coming back. Joe Flacco no. playing the rest. Yeah. Of the he was shocked. Tony Romo was shocked that Mike White came in, came back in. But ahead here on this crossover Wednesday episode of Locked On Jets and Locked On Lions, we're going to look at some of the key matchups in this game. As Matt mentioned, we got a couple Rookie of the Year candidates. There are some compelling matchups on both sides of the ball. We'll give you our thoughts on which ones are worth watching the most as we continue this crossover Thursday edition of Locked On Jets and Locked On Lions. This episode of Locked On Jets and Locked On Lions is brought to you by Simply Safe. At both shows, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Jets and Locked On Lions listeners 40% off a new security system. Do not put this off. Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by US News and World Report. It's the third straight year that's happened. In an emergency, 24 7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get higher priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, smarter ways to detect motion that alerts you only when the threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. 24 7 professional monitoring service costs under $1 a day, less than half of the price of a traditional home security system. So don't miss your chance to save big on our favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL today. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you so much for making Locked On Jets and Locked On Lions your first listen every day. I'm John Butchko, Locked On Jets, along with Matt Derry, the host of Locked On Lions, getting you ready for a week 15 action in the NFL at the Meadowlands on Sunday. Jets and Lions, big game for both teams. Lots of compelling matchups on both sides of the ball, Matt. What do you have your eye on? Well, I want to see if the Lions can run the football again. The offense is explosive. They're putting up 30 points uh, plus now in, in in five games this year. Um, they've been on fire lately in the passing game with Jared Goff basically having a clean pocket, no sacks this past week. Lots of receiver options with, with Jamison Williams now healthy. The rookie has played in two games uh, and caught a touchdown last week. Amon Ross St. Brown is unreal. DJ Chark is coming on. So they've got some weapons and Swift and Williams in the backfield. But the run game the last few weeks has not been as good as it's been at the start of the year. And I'll be interested in watching the Lions running the football against the Jets. Quinn and Williams is healthy. Those very physical linebackers you guys have. It's a top 13 run defense in the league. Can the Lions run the ball? Because they did against the Giants in that same stadium, which gets windy and gets certainly the elements play a factor. Um, 
Goff having to go third and nine, third and ten, third and eleven. He hasn't had to do that the last few weeks uh, because the the past games has been so good. That's what Ben Johnson, the OC, has been calling. But on the road, cold, windy, can the Lions run against that Jets run defense? I'll be watching that. How about you? I'm actually going to go on the other side of the ball and talk about the Jets run game. They have a rookie in there, Bam Knight, an undrafted free agent out of North Carolina State who's played very well the last three weeks. He had been on the Jets practice squad. Matt, early in the season, Brees Hall, the Jets' second-round pick, was having a phenomenal year. He was a guy who looked like he was going to be a contender for rookie of the year on the offensive side of the ball. He had pretty much become the Jets' go-to guy on offense. And since he went down, Garrett Wilson has kind of emerged in that role. But after Hall's injury, the Jets' run game's been inconsistent. Michael Carter, a second-year back out of North Carolina, who had a very solid rookie season, a good player, just is not having the type of year he had last year. He had a really bad game last week against Buffalo where he fumbled the ball away and he might be playing injured. He doesn't look explosive. He doesn't, he's not running through the arm tackles he was running through last year. Well, Bam Knight's played exceptional football. He's shown a little bit of everything. He's shown an ability to run the ball inside. He runs with authority, shown a little, little ability to make guys miss in the open field. And he's got an extra gear. He's been playing really solid football. I think the Jets want to get back to the run game. Mike LaFleur, their offensive coordinator, is a disciple of Kyle Shanahan. And you know, anybody comes from the Shanahan tree, they like to run the ball first. Jets haven't been able to run the ball over the last couple of weeks because they've been behind in games. And I think with Mike White injured, you know, you mentioned Aiden Hutchison, that tremendous rookie, a guy many Jets fans were praying would fall to four last year, even though there was no chance it was going to happen. Right. You want to protect Mike White, and I think the best way to do that is to be able to run the ball effectively with Bam Knight. And I, you know, look at this Lions run defense. I know, you know, they've had a few issues there. So I think the Jets. This is going to be a game where the Jets are going to try and establish the the, the ground game. And Bam Knight, he's been great the last three weeks. And on the other side of the ball, there's a matchup I look at for the Jets, and we've talked about Quinn and Williams the year he's having. Very quietly, next to Quinn and Williams at, at the other tackle spot, Sheldon Rankins is putting together a really good year. He was a guy the Jets signed from the Saints a year ago. They had high hopes for him. They thought he was a bargain signing. It did not really work out last year, but this second season, something has clicked. I, I don't know what it is. Now, the Jets' defense, essentially, you're, there are not going to be a lot of surprises with the Jets' defense. They just line their guys up where they line them up, and they say, you know what, try and beat us. Rankins is going to line up a lot over the right guard. And I know the Lions have had, you know, it's a bit of an unstable spot right now for the Lions. You know, Logan Stenberg could be in there. I think this Lions offensive line is pretty solid. As you mentioned, they've been giving Jared Goff clean pockets the last few weeks. But if I look at one area where this Jets pass rush, and it's been a great pass rush all season, especially with Quinn and Williams out, maybe can give the Lions some trouble and maybe give, maybe give Goff a more difficult pocket to throw. And that's, that's where I have my eyes. Well, they, they can, uh, you know, they can try just about anything. I, I think the one guy you do want to attack is the right guard. And it, uh, they've been through four of them this year. Uh, they started the year with Halapulavati Vitae that he got out, uh, injured and he was out for the year. Evan Brown, who was the backup center last year, did a really nice job for Frank Ragnow, moved over to right guard when Vitae got hurt. He's been out. Uh, Coyote Owosika, didn't play last week. So like you mentioned, Stenberg's been playing there. Dan Stick Skipper's also had to be, had to play there. But other than that, the Lions O-line is really good. Really good. Um, 
you know, D, defenses now are, are stacking the box a little bit. And I don't think that Swift and Jamal Williams are as fresh with the legs as they were earlier in the year. So we'll see how that goes this week. But uh, I like that. I like that what you're looking at there in terms of uh, uh, your matchup. And I will say this, too. The, what's interesting is, you know, here's Robert Sala, Detroit guy uh, and Detroit native going up against the Lions. And there's a lot of different stories about the Lions even even have interest in hiring him when they went hired Dan Campbell and Sala went to the Jets first. And there's lots of storylines there. And of course Aaron Glenn was a former Jet player. Now is running that Lions defense. You know he doesn't want to lose to the Jets. So um there's some good storylines for sure. Aaron Glenn is a great Jets player. I think he's on, he was yeah. on the, he, he was on the 50th anniversary team the Jets had a couple of years ago. A guy who he was a guy who actually the Jets interviewed him. He was kind of a uh, an under the radar candidate when the Jets hired Robert Sala. So I know a guy who was very respected in the NFL as a coach, for sure, for sure. And he's done a good job. He he was under a lot of scrutiny at the start of the year. Uh, I mocked him a little bit on my show and called him future head coach Aaron Glenn because that's all anybody was talking about. But the Lions' defense was last in the league in just about every category. The last few weeks they've done a great job against the run. They held Dalvin Cook to like twenty four yards this week. Um, they've gotten better. Guy, players are improving. Alex Anzalone, their their linebacker, has got uh, inside linebackers gotten better. Um, safety group has gotten better. You know, John Kaminsky, kind of a no name D lineman, plays and has gotten better. So players are you know that, that's what you want in the second year of a rebuild is uh, development, and that's what's happening. It's it's so funny, Matt, because I I keep hearing you talk, and I keep it's like these teams are mirror Im- images of each other. Last year, the Jets had maybe the worst defense in the league, and their coordinator Jeff Ulbrich got a lot of grief from the fan base. This year, the Jets have brought in a number of key players on defense. Uh, they signed DJ Reed to play one corner slot. They drafted Sauce Gardner, who's having a phenomenal rookie year at the other spot. But more than anything, I've, as I mentioned, Quinnen Williams has had his breakout season. He always was a good player. And I was always defending Quinnen Williams because I, I said, you know, even if he's not everything you wanted him to be, he still was a very good player his first three years. Well, this year, forget about it. This year he's developed into a star and the Jets are certainly hoping to have him back in the lineup on Sunday. But it, it's amazing. Matt. I mean, it's like these two yeah. teams, these two cursed teams, you know, with the second year <laughs> coaches, the second year of this build. And now it feels like things are moving in the right direction. I, I you know, hope for both fan bases because as I said, I feel – feel a bunch a bond with the with the lions fans because i feel like we've gone through a lot of the same things oh no question about it and uh, you know there are some lion fans that are waiting for the next shoe to drop and but people are e- even the skeptics right now or have to admit that this team is playing really good football they they are taking care of the ball and uh the take giveaway takeaway they're winning every week and they're pounding people they pounded the vikings this past week the jags the week before they just destroyed them even the giant game a couple weeks ago Went into New York and a very physical Giants team and pushed them around. The Bills, they probably should have won that game on Thanksgiving. So um, this last six weeks, you're seeing a lot of what Dan Campbell and general manager Brad Holmes wanted to build. Well, Matt, an exciting time for both teams. Both teams in the second year of this build seem like they're heading in the right direction. You know, I sense a lot of mutual respect between the two fan bases. But, of course, only one team can win this game on Sunday, unless there's a tie. But ahead here on the Locked On Jets, Locked On Lions crossover Thursday show, Matt and I will close things out by giving our predictions. Who do we think will, will win this Week 15 game? We'll tell you ahead here on Locked On Jets and Locked On Lions. 
Well, if you're looking for the odds makers to give you a better idea of who's going to win this game, you're not in much luck. The line has changed all week. It's gone from Lions to the Jets back and forth. It's you know close to being a pick'em game. If you want to lay money down on this game because you're a Jets fan or a Lions fan who's confident, you should know that BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, news, stats, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to the basketball and World Cup. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, well, of course you love sports podcasts. You're listening to this crossover show. You can find those at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, you're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. And as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. But no, you live nearby. You think you can make it home okay. You think it's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? Your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you lose your job, you lose your car, you kill someone. Everybody knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. And that's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan to get get ahead with a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or somebody else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. This is a crossover Thursday edition of Locked On Jets and Locked On Lions. I'm John, the host of Locked On Jets, along with Matt, the host of Locked On Lions. All right, Matt, I, th- I think we both have a lot of respect for our opponent this week, but only one team can win this game unless you're going to pick a tie, which I don't think you'll do. But who do you think comes, comes away victorious in the Meadowlands? You know, this is tough. Um, <laughs> there's a part of me that says, man, the Lions are really playing well. You mentioned the Jets being banged up, and the Lions really have no fear right now. I mean, they, they, they've they already gone into this same stadium and won against, you know, uh, what was at the time a superior opponent, at least on paper. Um, Jets obviously 7-6, and six, Lions 6-7. Six and seven. Like you said, it's kind of a pick'em game. I don't know. I... I'm kind of bad. I mean, I hate to waffle on this. I mean, maybe I'll take the home team. I, you know, I have a weird feeling that this is going to be, this is going to come down to the kickers and Michael Badgley has been good for the lions. Don't get me wrong. He's been a little shaky the last couple of weeks. Um, but I, I think the kicking game, something weird happening, everything's kind of gone the lion's way the last six weeks outside of the Thanksgiving game where they lost a tight one. Are they due to lose? You know, you look at the schedule and you go Jets, Panthers, Bears, and Packers in Week 18, which could be a bunch of, you know, uh, second and third stringers by that point. You know, the the game that's probably the toughest is this one. So I'll I'll say low scoring and maybe a 21-20 Jets final as they kind of get back on the horse here at home. Um, But nothing would surprise me in this game. The the Lions winning would not surprise me at all. But I'll take the Jets by one in a tight one. Yeah, I was trying to bait you into picking the tie. That might be the (laughs) one of these days I'm going to get somebody to pick a tie in one of these crossover Thursday shows. Hey, there's been plenty of them. So, I mean, that's the thing is like this. I think this is going to be a very tight game because these teams, I think, are pretty evenly matched. Um, You know, and 
this game does not look as favorable for the Jets as maybe it did a couple of weeks ago. Now, when you're a Jets fan, there's no game that you should ever take for granted. I think you've been through the last decade plus what Jets fans have been through. You're always going to respect your opponent. The Lions team that's coming into the Meadowlands playing great. But, I mean, I look at this and I say, as well as the Lions are playing, and I, I think that they are absolutely heading in the right direction. I have a lot of respect for what they're doing. If you want to be a playoff team, it's December. This is a game you got to win at home. I worry about how banged up the Jets are, but I do think they're going to be able to run the ball on Detroit. I think that this defense is going to be able to prevent the big play. And you know, essentially, I think that this, in some ways, stylistically, the, the Jets are kind of a favor, have kind of a or have a good or a good matchup for this Lions team on offense as well as Jared Goff, and, and they're, they're playing. I wouldn't be surprised by anything that happened. In fact, I'm tempted to pick the tie, Matt, but I think I'm <laughs> going to go Jets 21, Lions 17. Yeah, I think we're right around the same spot. Um, win or lose, you got to be – people in Detroit are thrilled that we're even having this discussion about playoffs in year two of the rebuild in December. Um, you know, But I just – I don't know. I got a weird feeling for this. I could be wrong. I could really be wrong um, because the Lions have played so well, especially offensively. But uh, I think a few bounces, you know, you never know in that building with the wind. And I'll, that's why I think the Jets will win. But very close. Yeah, I, I would be surprised if this was a blowout either way. I mean, that's that's one prediction I feel pretty sa safe in making because I think these are both teams that are really tough outs. And I, I, I'll be honest with you, Matt, if I'm a team in the NFC at the top of them, this Detroit team is not a team I want to face. And yeah, I think the Jets would be a very tough out. I mean, I don't know, I don't know how far the Jets would go, but I don't think the Jets are a team anybody would want to face if, in the AFC playoffs either. No doubt, no doubt. All right, John, this was fun. Absolutely, Matt. Well, hopefully, we'll do it sooner than four years. Maybe we'll get, you know, I could say a preseason game. Maybe we'll get a Super Bowl. Maybe these teams are. Absolutely oh my God! Could the right you imagine the? I shouldn't say <laughs> that. You know, I. I I've been, you out of your of mind? Cursed, I've been a fan of a cursed team long enough to not raise that, so I apologize to everybody out there for both sides. <laughs> At least the Jets have been there. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, and hey, if you know you're like 65 years old, you've got to you got to watch it. I'm a little, right. unfortunately a little younger than 65. But Matt, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. Even though we, we don't get to do it often, but it's always a pleasure when when we do this. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope you enjoy the game. All right, John. Thank you. All right, and all you fans out there, thank you again for making Locked On Jets or Locked On Lions your first listen. If you're a Jets fan, head on over to Locked On Lions to get the latest intel on the Jets' rival the team, the Jets' opponent this weekend. If you're a Lions fan, we'd love to have you at Locked On Jets so you can find out about your opponent. We'll be back again tomorrow. Matt and I will be back on our regular shows to preview this game. Until then, take care, everybody. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team 
every day.